0: This is a download from BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Rich Bradbury, and welcome to Enterprise Biz Bytes. I've been joined in the studio by my friends. R- they v- are Ivan Faraj. and Christine Wong. Uh, now, they some people say mm. right that the friends that you keep mm-hmm. um, help define how successful you are in life. Mm. Some people Some people mm. I don't know how that makes me feel Being as I'm sat in here with you two most of the time And vice versa You're sat in here with me we're Probably a horrible influence on we're, you we're, And <laughs> vice versa You know <laughs> I mean, uh, we we were having discussions just... Do you know, uh, Arvin had actually forgotten his own name on on certain social media platforms. platforms, platforms, And we were discussing how last week uh, other people had been calling us by the wrong names. Mm. uh, And some of these people were supposed to be our friends as well. Um, So I don't know. How do you guys feel about this at home? Uh, And that's part of the reason that we're talking about this. Uh, It's about the link between your network... Uh, and, and the level of success that you have in life and the question that we're asking is how much influence do you think your friends have on your level of your business success and why we have a poll running over on uh, Twitter we're asking the same question over on Instagram and of course if you want to take part in the conversation zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine this is because of a story that I've picked up um, <laughs> about the the link between mm-hmm. networks and friendships and whatever. Uh, and then?
1: And then we'll be talking about uh, the factors that uh, basically make business partnerships fail.
0: And then we'll be looking at the final story is whether or not if those things are failing, it's time to break up with your business partner. Mm. Um, so it starts off with, with this discussion about um, networks, friendships and whether or not you're good at business, I suppose. Mm.
2: And it's also become like a popular thing. I think over the last uh, four to five years. So you see, like uh, uh, motivational speakers, coaches, they come up with this uh, this concept of uh, elevating your friend circle or making sure that you're only with friends who are on that same wavelength. So over the weekend, um, Gary V, who's very very popular, mm-hmm. um, had one of his pictures go viral. So um, and most of his pictures go viral, but this had a lot of likes and views. Uh, it, it basically just says that what you listen to and who you listen to is what. You become. Uh, there was also a tweet from last year by The Wealth Dad, um, who said that if you're 25 to 30 and your main circle isn't frequently discussing stocks, real estate, opening businesses, committed relationships and fitness, then it's time to elevate your circle. Um, obviously, he got a lot of he had a lot of um, retweets and likes, but he also got a lot of backlash for mm. saying something like that. Um There is a bit of scientific evidence to sort of explain if or if not it has any influence. So this comes from SoFi and it says that several studies reveal that your friends can also influence your financial achievements, uh, career performance and opportunities and general life success. So one, friends motivate you to work harder. Uh, A 2015 study conducted by researchers at HSE Center for Institutional Studies found that the academic performance of over 100 Russian university students was similar to that of their friends. Um, they also concluded that while the students didn't choose their friends because of their friends' grades, those who hung out with high achievers improved their own performance. The second thing is, friends can bolster your self control. So, studies by psychological scientists at Duke University revealed that people who have low self-control are better able to resist their temptations when they surround themselves with strong-willed friends. I think this is also how addiction works. Like when you when you are in like a, a sort of like circle, you mm. get sponsors and stuff. It, it's a known thing. You get someone to sort of make sure you don't fall again, right? Um, studies uh, Study subjects uh, with low self-control reported more dependence on their partner if their partner had high self-control. Mm. Friends can improve your work experience, it says, and performance. So So having buddies at work not only makes your job more fun, but it can also ensure that you do your job better. And on the flip side, feeling lonely at work can negatively impact your job performance, according to a study conducted by professors at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. When employees experience high quality relationships at work, they are more uh, apt to put in more effort to their jobs and see better results. Different groups of friends uh, leads to more success. So in this uh, extensive study of social networks, Ronald Burt, who is a professor at the University of Chicago's Booth School of Business, discovered that simply networking inside one uh, cluster of people, for instance, making contact with tech people or finance people, doesn't offer much advantage. Instead, the most successful people, uh, who he labels as brokers, move between different clusters. So they pass information and uh, they build bridges between different groups. Uh, So he says that get out of your comfort zone and make friends from different departments, industries and professions and your social life and your career will benefit. And finally, it lists that um, friends can make you healthier. So researchers studied a group of international students who experienced a major social change after moving to Montreal. Um, over a five-month period, the group was asked questions regarding their social interactions and whether they were lonely. And during the time, researchers also tracked their heart rate fluctuations. The study showed that those who remained isolated showed decreased heart rate variability, um, which is an indicator that they were at an increased risk of poor health and cardiac diseases. In contrast, those who developed strong social networks had increased heart variability and were healthy overall. Mm. So these are just like a few studies that they conducted on just the quality of friends you have and also whether you, you know, whether you sort of pick the friends that you keep. But yeah. that doesn't address how we feel about the whole thing yet. Okay, Chris?
1: So, uh, I was a person that highlighted that tweet that you mm. mentioned uh, yes. about to you because when I saw that, I um, felt a certain way about it in that I don't like that approach. I mm-hmm. think it's it's interesting to me because I think... Um, in terms of those studies, I can understand how friends and social networks can be useful or, or, you know, can make you potentially a better person or a healthier person or a smarter person or whatever on paper. I just disagree with that, like very utilitarian look at building a social network. It feels mm-hmm. like practical to a level of coldness to me to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, to apply like such a purposeful approach to, Oh, if this friend isn't good for business, then I can't have that friend. Like in a way,
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I guess I I should play devil's advocate just for the sake of it. It. Um, I I agree with some of the things, of course, obviously, um, the idea of uh, getting out and doing things, um, is useful for your network. Mm -hmm. Um, I also agree with the fact that it can make you healthier. Um, because I think you you always need somebody within that group um, to say to you, slow down a little bit as well, you yeah. know, uh, or, or maybe perhaps you should do a little bit more exercise, you know, if they're a friend and they're at that level where they can say those things to you without getting you getting offended or upset about it, mm-hmm. you know, um, that kind of thing works. But I, I do see there being benefits in hanging around with uh, quote unquote successful people. I do see that. Um, but to... Uh, uh, Look at what Christine was saying about how it's very kind of practical uh, to a degree of it being too much of just cutting people out Mm. um, because they're not um, helping you along the way. I'm not so sure how I feel about that. No, I am sure. I don't like it, but Mm. I understand why people do it because those people that do do it are very single-minded you Mm -hmm. know they want i want to be a millionaire i want to own a house i want to have multiple cars i want my business to be successful Mm -hmm. and i think if you are one of those people who wants all of those things and you want it by a certain age these are the kind of decisions that you have to make Mm -hmm. you know and and those are the that's the way in which you have to do it you do have to be that cut and dry Mm -hmm. you know and treat it almost like a business transaction um and as horrible as that might sound, there are people that have become very successful because they've done just that. Mm. Yeah,
2: I, I think I'm, I, I agree. Um, it's it's quite new because I've never thought of looking at someone and sort of um, you know the the kind of Terminator scan yeah, where the, they, they, the they analysis. the analysis and then yeah. you go like you know what what's this person gonna do for yeah. me or, or how beneficial they can be. Um, it's just alien to think of people that way, you know, mm-hmm. as, especially
0: if they're friends. I mean, especially- you're giving somebody a SWOT analysis. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, 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 you're yeah. setting them down and you're like. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I at think, the same yeah. sorry, at, at the same time, I kind of I kind of understand people who sort of, let's say you you come into you, you get a bonus, let's mm. say, but if you're with a group of friends who pester you to use up all that money in a weekend because mm. for the sake of quote unquote fun, yeah, then I can understand why they might wanna look at their life and go like maybe mm. I These should make right better people. decisions, yeah. or yeah. maybe they have a very bad influence on on yeah. my life and, yeah. and they're not letting me progress more than they are. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I think it comes down to I think friends can definitely help you be like a better person I just feel like uh, you know, for for me, I'm in a place where I'm not so concerned about, like, business success, uh, mm. you know, as a, as a major priority in my life. So I prefer, you know, uh, friends that help me to get my mental health on track, friends that help me to, uh, you know, encourage me to exercise as much as I don't like to do it. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you need to call out, right, like mm-hmm. you said, uh, you know, or, or friends that I can uh, have experiences with or, you know, talk to about uh, life and, and stuff like that. You know, I feel like that's, I, I don't know, I just feel like... Um, that link between specifically friendship and business success, like you said, it's it's for a certain group of people that focus on that as a big priority in their life,
0: yeah, you've got to be forged with that mindset. Yes. Mm. you know, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the thing. It, it, it's fine. If that's what you want, fine, you know, find like-minded people. Mm. you know, and I, I think that's probably the way to do it to do it. Yeah. you know, um. And I, who's to say that you can't have multiple groups of friends? Yep. Who's to say you can't yeah. have your business friends and then your exercise friends and then your you know your your cooking and baking friends? Who's mm-hmm. to say you can't do that? Mm-hmm. And I, anyway, that's where that's where I sit with it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this? How much influence do you think your friends have on your level of business success and why? Let us know. We're running a poll over on Twitter. We're asking the same question over on Instagram. And of course, if you want to get in touch via WhatsApp. 18 789 We're going to take a short break uh, with some music from CCR with Looking Out My Back Door. When we come back, uh, we'll be uh, on the phone with Dr. Eugene T, Associate Professor in Psychology uh, over at HELP University, uh, to give us a bit more insight into this. We'll be right back after these messages. BFM 89.9. Be Firmly Motivated. BFM eighty nine point nine. Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bites. I'm Rich Bradbury. I'm in the studio with Christine Wong, Arvindu Brudge. We're discussing friendships and success and business and whether or not and how much influence do you think your friends have on your level of your business success and why. Uh, let us know. We're running a poll over on Twitter. Uh, you can get us at BFM Radio. The options are?
2: The options are all the influence, lots of influence, very little influence, and no influence. The numbers are 38.1% lots of influence, uh, 33.3% very little influence, 24.4% no influence, and 3.2% all the influence. All right. Um, Chris,
0: what have we got over on Instagram?
1: Okay, so on Instagram, we did, well, I did a little experiment this morning and we have a a little slider poll and it goes from all to lots to a bit to none in hmm. that order from like left to right the average answer seems to be like a bit generally speaking uh, and we've also got a couple of responses so uh, A. Uh, Dampling says uh, they do if they're also your business partners but if not moral support is good too mm-hmm. uh, Terry Airy says yes because uh, it's support and word of mouth and PDX3156 uh, says think of it as good peer pressure and also motivators
0: yeah good stuff um, I've got one here from Sterling who says on a scale of 1 to 5 I'd say 4 uh, by Surrounding oneself uh, with like-minded individuals, uh, one would likely feed off that energy. Also, it doesn't hurt to have friends in different industries, just in case one needs another industry's perspective. And then Maggie Best has chimed in. Hi, Maggie. Um People who can help me uh, be successful are not friends. I call them business associates. Mm. Sometimes they become friends when the frequency jives. My friends come in all shapes and sizes, colour, economic levels, age and background. I like their very differences. Of course, they're bosom pals, they're ha friends, they're shopping mates, they're travel companions. They all have their special places in my life. The only common factor is that we try to be there for each other when called on with no need to constantly have uh, having to live in each other's pockets. Mm-hmm. Good stuff there, Maggie, thanks very much for that. Um, just quickly before we move on, uh, they say we'll never work the same again. Uh, the pandemic has force fed the workforce, the idea of flexible working, and now there's no looking back. Um, so what will work look like in the future? Join us for a special enterprise webinar where we're gonna be discussing how to transition seamlessly into the hybrid workplace, how to realign culture, expectations and benefits and how you can make career choices to ensure you or your company aren't left behind. That's all happening tomorrow at 1.30pm, live on Facebook at BFM Radio, live on the phone with us right now is... Is Dr. Eugene T. Uh, he is
2: the associate professor in psychology at Help University, and we want him to sort of help us understand the link between friends and your personal success or business success. Um, Dr. Eugene, do you think friends have a significant impact on a person's success, uh, be it mentally or psychologically?
3: Absolutely. So, numerous studies have shown that our social circles and friends. Uh, They shape our thoughts and emotions and leading to changes in our own behaviors. So even over brief interactions, we automatically and subconsciously mimic others. Uh, One study very aptly called it the chameleon effect. Um, Explanation, well, this behavioral mimicry leads us to be influenced by others' verbals and nonverbal cues. And this happens rather automatically, like I said. Over time, uh, we come to mirror the actions of those we Um, share these interactions with. This mimicry is of course amplified if we like those that we are interacting with. Uh, Studies have also shown that over time uh, this can alter our motivations, our self-control, help us expand and broaden our social connections, and even promote health-enhancing behaviors. So we're talking about sticking to a diet, going to the gym, right? Simply put, uh, we mimic our friends' behaviors and even role model after some of them whether we realize this or not. Mimicking healthy, uh, productive, and beneficial behaviors generally can enhance opportunities for success and well-being, and I imagine the reverse is true if we are influenced by those with more destructive, impulsive, or unhelpful tendencies. And um, the I, I would also say that the connections we have with others also expands our social networks, uh, and along with that, introduce second, third-degree connections that can confer a a professional boon, if you like, for us. Uh, There is a commonly mentioned adage that it's not what you know, but who knows you. And I would say that rings true. Uh, Connections fostered at the personal and professional level, good quality relationships uh, and friendships can contribute to new opportunities and privileges. But I think we also need to note the quality of the connections we have. So I would say it's not just who knows you, but who knows you well.
0: Uh, Eugene, there was a tweet that went viral last year. It said, um, if your friends aren't constantly geared for success and big things, you should quote-unquote elevate your circle. Are we wrong to say this notion sounds just a little bit problematic?
3: This tweet sounds similar to another saying. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. I think that's what the uh, that saying goes. I'd say this tweet is... Is a blunt and rather terse way of saying that you should be more selective of your friends. So um, I would say true if your goal is to, as the tweet is saying to, you know, I I look this up, start investing, start a new business, getting into a committed relationship, embarking on a health or fitness routine. Then sure, surrounding yourself with and interacting with people who have been successful in these domains would certainly help. Uh, it pays in some way to be strategic about who you choose to include in your social network. Remember, we learn and eventually mimic from those we view as having the qualities or accomplishments we'd like for ourselves. But there's still room for friends that we, you know, enjoy casual conversations or things, or those that we used to share closer friendships with, high school friends. If you still keep in touch with them, on one such group, I I think, however, and a more interesting, if you will, story emerges. Um, when we consider this in, in light of where we're at in our lives, uh, we are naturally going to be inclined to seek our friends who share the same level of maturity as us, uh, but this happens more so when we age. And some psychologists say that this is because of something called the intrinsic maturation. So as we age, we, we tend to become less reactive, more agreeable, more conscientious, hopefully many of us, right? So as more directed and more focused on our life goals in general, uh, there are even some suggestions that we become more introverted and selective of our friends as we age and mature. So all in all, these subtle personality changes mean that we gravitate towards those who are also more selective, mature, directed. So in short, I, I wouldn't worry too much about deliberately elevating one circle unless you're persistently in the company of friends whose lives you don't wish to emulate or wish for yourself.
1: Right. So, I mean, another idea, though, is this whole concept of, quote unquote, like the elimination and curation of friends and only keeping friends who are like, quote unquote, useful. So what do you make of this and what are the long term effects of applying this concept to life in general?
3: (laughs) Being strategic about friends, are we? Well, uh, before you go off and eliminate or curate your friend list depending on how you know code marks beneficial they are it might help to take stock of your personality and your tendencies Um, some decision making research for one suggests that some of us are more inclined right to value facts and Elect for sensible decisions over what makes us feel good. All this also influences how we choose our friends. So the research here suggests that those of us who are rationalists, right, are more likely to select useful friends, connections that offer opportunities and possibilities for, say, career or life success. Others rely more on emotion and are happy to have friends for fun. Not all friends, you know, you spend with on a Friday night need to talk about heavy, serious stuff in life. It might also be useful to consider the context and the stage of life you're in. right? so just building on my previous uh, suggestion, it's nice to have more fun friends early in one's life, right? But I imagine the increased need and value placed on, say, mentors, role models, or career sponsors later on in one's professional life. Of course, these two group of friends don't need to be distinct uh, categories, if you will, on their own. Uh, if you have friends that is, or groups of friends that are both fun and Um, functional, for the lack of better words, Uh, that is undoubtedly going to be an invaluable relationship for you both at the personal and the professional level. So long answer to this question, no, I I don't think it's necessary or healthy to have, um, you know, to to select between these two broad broad groups of friends, uh, but their relative importance depends on what you need and where you're at in your life. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Eugene, are there mental health benefits to having a circle of friends from all walks of life, uh, regardless of their long-term goals?
3: As a whole, yes, friends from differing walks of life. Uh, different experiences gives us a multitude of perspectives and sometimes uh, a glimpse of what it's like to live a moment in their shoes. An obvious advantage to having friends from more walks of life is to have a, you know, enjoy a larger social support network. So you have more friends you can turn to in times of need. But I think the advantages extends beyond this as well. Um, Having friends from different ethnic backgrounds, different racial groups can challenge preconceived notions, assumptions, or or biases we unknowingly hold about those who are different from us. And I think the key mechanism at work here is that having friends from all walks of life and backgrounds broadens the scope and the range of people with which we can and should empathize with. So put it another way, it's possible that the more diverse circle of friends we have, the more empathetic we become, Uh, One study has shown that empathy predicts an individual's social network size, so number of friends, friendships, connections you have, and how many close relationships that they maintain. Uh, But there's also good reason to believe that the reverse is true. More friends, more experiences learned from them, more perspective-taking opportunities, more empathy. I mentioned earlier that we unconsciously mimic others when we're interacting with them. And to add to that, at least one experimental study has shown That when we deliberately mimic the behaviours of our group members, that is people who are different from us, we become less implicitly prejudiced against them. So this is arguably because we learn to empathise
0: better with them as well. Interesting stuff. Uh, Final question then, Eugene. Um, What can people do to cultivate a healthy mental space, regardless of uh, friends, their network and uh, other external factors?
3: So when you're on your own, do you know who you are as a unique individual? Well, friends are important, but let's also acknowledge and recognize that it's important that you're aware of yourself as a unique individual along with your own habits, actions, or life goals that are independent of your friends. So ultimately, it helps to start with a recognition of who you are as an individual, the basic one related to friendships and your friendship style being extroversion and introversion. Uh, In terms of seeking friends, extroverts are likely going to need more regular social interactions to have uh, what I like to call a healthy high from their friendships than introverts. Still, still importantly, across both, it's the quality of the friendship uh, that matters strongly. Uh, Do you mainly keep to friends who are functional but not fun or do you find yourself spending more time with fun friends who aren't necessarily the best mentors, guides, sponsors for the life you want? Which stage are you in your life and which group of friends do you think can help encourage you to be where you want to be? So um, questions of the questions. Here's another one. Are are certain connections more emotionally demanding than others, thereby suggesting uh, you might benefit uh, from pulling away from them? I know I'm tossing up a lot of questions here, but there isn't an answer I can think of that applies to every single individual. Uh, So if you want to take stock of yourself and carve out that healthy mental space, like you said, uh, start with yourself first. Then take stock of functional and fun friends and the valuable group of friends that are both fun and functional. And then ask if you would benefit from spending more or less time with them.
0: You guys are both fun and functional.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Just sharing. Mm -hmm. Because sharing is caring. It is caring. Right. uh, Really interesting stuff there from Eugene.
2: It is. Uh, kind of emphasizes what we said before. I, I, I love uh, that he said that you have to know yourself first yeah. before going and curating, you know,
0: quote, unquote, curating <laughs> your friends and, and blaming them. Just chopping them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know enough people to curate anything.
0: Aww. Well, hopefully we can get you some new friends. Yay. Um, I'll give people your Twitter handle in a minute. I uh, want to take a short break, though, folks. Don't forget, we are running a poll over on uh, Twitter, of course. The question is, how much influence do you think your friends have on your level of your business success and why? Let us know. Uh, via Twitter, Instagram as well, at BFM Radio. And if you want to join us for a conversation, 0187898899. When we come back, my friend Arvin Uvaraj will be giving us an update from Bursa at break, and then my other friend Christine will be talking to us a little bit about why business partnerships fail. We'll be right back after these messages and this song from the jam, Absolute Beginners, here on BFM.